Good morning, blessed and free family, wherever you may be, whether it's the morning, evening, afternoon, welcome to, or night, welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. I'd like to start with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning. And we, I've been hearing a lot about marriage, about love, about everything else, Father God. And it's time for us to get ready for whatever you have in store for us in the future. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, or if we're in it already, that we learn how to do it better. Father God, we, we look to you this morning for your grace and for your mercy, for the love of God to come into our hearts for each other, that we live the best life, that it truly will be wed- marriage bliss, wedding bliss, whatever it may be, and it will be heaven on earth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot about marriage about getting ready for marriage and God has been speaking to me personally about some things as well so I just wanted to share some things that you know will help each of each and every one of us to become better but I'm gonna read I'm gonna read proverbs not proverbs actually song song of songs and it's it's um verse Hold on, it's chapter 8. I think it's chapter it's chapter 8 and it's verse 6 to 7. And it says, Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as unrelenting as Shiloh. Love flames are fiery flames, an almighty flame. A huge torrent cannot extinguish love. Rivers cannot wipe it away. Sweep it away. If a man were to give all his wealth for love, it it would it would be utterly scorned. And I'm reading from the the Christian Standard Bible (CSB) translation. And what I what I wanted to what I wanted to speak about today is that it's getting it's getting ready. I'm gonna read where the com what the commentary says about that. It says the seal is a valuable possession by which all of a person's position are identified. Strong as death is a stark metaphor showing that just as death conquers, so does love. But proposing implies love as the last word. If death conquers mortality, then love may as well. Unrelenting as Sherlock extend this image, showing that as the grave pursues all mortals, so love pursues the beloved. Jealousy is often accredited to God who expresses it in fiery concern for those whom, whom he loves, since its fiery flames are as the blaze of the Lord. It cannot be extinguished. Any improper attempts to attain love are scorned. So we say any improper. So Father God, you're going to show us. You're going to show us that... Um, Love can't be bought. Love can't be sold. Love can't be stolen. It has to be properly acquired. Because God wants anything that we have to have a seal of approval. And I was reading about the loves. They said there are four types of love. Stargay, empathy, bond, that's that that um love the love of parent for their children 
Philippa is friend. It's it's friend, the lover friends and equals. Eros is romantic love, agape, unconditional love. That's the love of God for his people and the love of mankind. It's a con unconditional love. And that's the love that no matter what you do, no matter what you, you go through, no matter what, the love never changes. And that's the love we have to have for each other. And that's a love that we have to have even in marriage. I was listening to something this morning and it really, it really, it really spoke what God has been speaking to me also. So I know it's a correct word for the season. I've been hearing a lot of words. I've been hearing a lot of words and prophecy over marriage. This season, it's a season, it's a season, it's a season. I've been hearing it that people are going to, not even know each other a long time, but the love of God is going to put in their heart towards one another. It's from heaven. And what what the person was saying that, even with that and other love that God is going to give us, we still have to be patient with each other. We still have to be understanding each with each other because we are still human beings having past experiences. There's something that, that you're, you're your husband or your wife might hear and it triggers off a memory of something that they've gone through before. And if we might think that it's trivial, we might think that you should, you should, you should get over that. But if it's hurting to them, we have to understand and don't push our agendas because you're with me now. So therefore, whatever you went through before, you can forget that. No, some things are there until love helps to wipe them away. We have to be understanding we have to be loving with each other. And that's what God is showing. That, that's what God is showing. We can't love like the world that we complain about certain things. And I've, I was listening to a morning program about phoning, about relationship issues. And this, and this woman rang in and she was saying that her husband keeps leaving his socks and his clothes around the place and not putting them in the clothes basket. And she was really concerned about it. And I'm thinking to myself that I understand some things can get on people's nerves. But I'm thinking to myself, if you have a husband in your house, he's, work, he's out working and you, you love each other. Picking up, picking up the clothes, picking up the clothes, his clothes are things where he leaves and putting it in the basket. It's not supposed to be a problem because I'm speaking honestly. I'm, I'm single and Sing, single life is that um, to be honest it's not it hasn't been a problem to me because i've i've got my children and grandchildren around but there's still a time when you would like a companion that you could do things together with and having to pick up their having to pick up some clothes and put them in the clothes basket i put them in the machine wouldn't be an issue to me because i know what it is to be alone so therefore god is teaching me that when you get into a position that you have someone, you're grateful. And sometimes people forget, sometimes people forget what it's like to really be on their own. Some people are lonely because some people don't have no family or friends. And it's just a companion they would have to keep their company. Some of them companions have died and they, they, they know what it feels to be without someone that they loved. 
Some of them are looking and are waiting for God to send someone their way. And they get, God is trying to refine us to know that the little things that used to cause issues, like we might want to go on holiday this place, and they might say, no, I don't really feel this year that we should really go there. Let us try something new. And no, I want to go there because my sisters and my brother said that, that's good over there. And my friend says this. No, if he said, let's try something else. All right, love, let's try something else. As long as we're together, that's what really matters. And I think that God puts us through a period of time that we learn to be grateful. That we learn to be grateful. That we, that when He brings husbands and wives into our life, that the things that we that that the things that we used to fuss about before and think that we have to have with this, I am this, I am that, I am I am the bee's knees, I am the most important thing in this house and all that has to go. Because we're going to be living with the other human being that has feelings. So we have to be careful how we talk to people. Sometimes because you say because it's your husband, because it's your wife, you you don't have you don't have the same respect for them that you have with people that that you have with your work colleagues or your friend and your family. No, that has to go. He's your husband. You're supposed to respect him. God tells him that he sh that he should love you like Christ loved the church, and that is a great love. We we need to know that that. God gives us gifts of people and we have to be ready to meet those people that God is giving us because we're not going to be able to complain about this and complain about that as we used to in the past. But we're going to be grateful. We're going to be grateful to be able to, to have somebody in our house that we know that we can, if, if we hear a bump in the night, we know that he'll get up and say, I'm going to go and investigate that we don't have to be having flashlight and saying that we're looking for this. The electric goes off. We don't have to say we have the flashlight to look in the box to see what whatever. He'll, he'll get up and go and do. We have to know the qualities of a person that we have in the house. We have to know that if you have a wife, you have somebody there that can speak to, that that can speak to you that can rub your head when you come home when you come home from work or from business and you feel that the world has been on top of you and she can just say take your shoes off lay down sit down relax rub your head get your cold drink get your hot drink whatever you choose and appreciates you and if you have your your goals that you have to set if you want to write a book if you want to be a, want to write songs she she'll inspire she'll inspire you by just being by just being the the wife that God put there there for you, and I think we have to look at marriage just as Christ and the church, and that it's important. It's important. We can't just deal with it any 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 other way. We can't go out and then our friends are saying, ah, my husband my husband did this for me. My husband did that for me. My husband thinks this. My husband thinks that. And then you bring that home. Then you then you bring that home to to nag your husband. And that's not that's not God's plan for the both of you. Let people plan for their lives. Stay in their homes and let God give you. Give you the agenda for your home. Stop breaking up your home, mashing up your home based on what other people are saying. Their agenda is not the agenda that God has for you. Sometimes people are going through. Sometimes you, you might say your husband, it oh, always leaves the the the, 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 is it the seat, toilet seat open or whatever you may do. do. And you're, you're, you're considered and you think about it. And then... You, you probably talk to your friend. Oh, what is uh, always leaving the seat, the, the seat down. He's always doing this. He's always doing that. 
And then she'll join to say, my husband wouldn't do that. My husband is considerate that way. And when you hear, when you hear about it, her husband might be verbally abusing her, abusing her in her house. But she's not telling you that. And it seems that your husband, your husband or wife becomes a bad guy. I'm saying that we have to know the life that we are living. And when God gives us love, we're not to, we're not to abuse it. We must walk with it, talk with it. We must be all that it, it, let it be all that God wants us to be. And in this season, when God is putting kingdom marriages together, it's not only about us. It's about the higher calling to have somebody there that can talk with us, that we can build somebody there that as a project to say he, he cares about the, the homeless, the enfranchised and everything. And then we come together with him to say, what, honey, what do you think that you would want to do? And he said, I'd like to do this project to give out this and give out that. And we and we offer our service to say what we can do because it's about kingdom. It's not about person only. It's not a, it's about God giving you somebody that loves you, but it's about kingdom that the kingdom could be built. And when you have a marriage like that, when you have a relationship like that, it's heaven and earth and it's great love. And it's great love and it's married bliss. And it's a it's a it's a it's a wedding, it's a marriage made in heaven. Because you consider the love of God. You consider that God forgave you and you forgive you and you forgive him the little things that, that he does. And by the time you are there loving and forgiving him, even though that other woman out there tried to attract his attention, she he won't even notice her because he said that you he'll say, You can't give me anything. If there the other man's out there, he'll say, You you can't give me anything that I'm not getting at home. And he just holds his head straight and focused. And live the life that God has called you both to live. And that when the time comes that you depart. That you have to depart. Because we know that we are departing. And we all have departing one day from this earth. But as I hear you at the bus stop. And I hear the elderly ladies talking. I hear a lot of things. You hear a lot of things. A, a conversation and talking that people talk. And as they say. that As you hear them say. They wouldn't be interested in having. They wouldn't be interested in having anyone else. In their life, in their life, because what their journey was, our Tom was, or what Sarah was, or whoever, what there was, nobody could replace that because the love of God is great and it can't, can't be replaced by anyone else because that's a special thing that God has put in your heart for each other. So let's love one another. You have your husband, or you have your wife, love them, care for them, treasure them, honor them. It says that Sarah said, Sarah said Abraham was her Lord and it said if we are the children of if we are the if, if we're the, the daughters of Sarah we're the, we are the children of Abraham we are supposed to have respect for the man that God puts in our house have love have love and honor the wife that God puts in our puts in your home this is the time and season that God is that love is blossoming and if we water the plant well we'll get the harvest that God wants us to have Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word in due season. We thank you for your love, your care, all the things that you do for us. Continue to be with us. The love of God, the love of God is limitless. And Father God, you said that you have put it, every word that's in the Bible, for, for every word that you put in the Bible, for correction, teaching, whatever it's needed. So, so Father God, I must say that I've never really took much teaching out of the songs, of the, out of the song. The songs of songs, but Father God, 
I know that you have put it there for such a time like this, that we can learn to be who you called us to be. And we can love, not as the world love, but agape love, as you love us and as we love each other. You'll make our own be heaven and earth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And Father God, help us to know that the love that we that you have put in our hearts for each other, it's not based on children. It's based on the love that you give each and every one of us. Because Father God, sometimes we know that people don't mind, <laughs> mothers don't mind going up, clearing up things for their children off the floor, what they leave. But sometimes they complain about doing that for their husband. And that's not right. Because the children will grow up and leave what the husband is there to have for to have to get until God calls whoever home first. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you. So do I.